Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, I'm going to throw to you straight away. Thanks, Michael. The, the topic that I wanted to discuss today is the idea that being directionally right is more important than precision. Now, that's probably very poor English. It's probably not at all the best way to summarize that. But the point I'm, I'm making here is, is probably to give the story of what got me thinking about this. So uh, as some of you may know, uh, my wife and I had another baby uh, a few months ago now. And um, what happens? The listeners want to, want to know more than that. Now. Okay, so yeah. Adeline. Um, you had a girl. A little girl. girl called she, Adeline. She's a dream baby, yeah. you know, all, all the ins and outs. So <laughs> she, she is actually, um, she's ticked all the boxes and done everything done everything right. Yeah. For, and that's what got me thinking about this was as a second-time parent, um, you, you have a different approach to um, that state, the early, those first few weeks of your baby's life than probably that you do the first time around. And the the point here and, and the example was baby weight. So for mm. anyone who know, it might be a, a while since you since you had a newborn of your own, but you might have kids who've had newborns, what the the one single number that that the midwives and all the mm. all the people are, not the lunching number, but most of the time the number they're tracking is that baby weight, and there's basically a healthy range of outcomes. Mm. So your baby's born, I think they're expected to lose about ten percent of their weight in the first few days. And then pretty much all they're looking for is for that weight to go up. Mm. Now, it was, which was really interesting to me the second time around is to think the first time around, you know, they bring around the scale and your baby gets weighed and it's, you know, mm. 3.745 kilos. So they're weighing that baby to the gram and you, and you sort of get into the trap of looking at that as though, well, that must mean that every gram matters. They, they're using a scale mm. that matters to a gram, therefore every gram matters. Then when you actually talk to the midwives, they go, all right, well, the baby was 3.5 you know, a few days ago. Now it's 3.6 something. Yep, all good. Tick the box, move on. And they walk mm. out the door. And, and you're sort of going, well, hang on, what, what percentage weight gain is that and what's the healthy range? Mm. And pretty much... What they're, what they're doing there is as long as that goes up, everything's all good. And that's the point I'm making here is not that if your super balance goes up, everything's all good because we've actually done a podcast about yeah. that's not the case. So, But the point here is that being directionally right, being in the ballpark of where you need to be is far more important than precision. So what I mean by this is people get hung up on, on exact things. So, yeah, we'll, we've used the example where we go, on average, you know, we use a long-term rate of return of 8% for you know, the biggest and best companies in Australia and around the world. And people mm. immediately go, why 8? Why not 9? Why not mm. 7.5? And you go, to some degree, it doesn't matter. We, 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 have, we have picked that figure based on, you know, long-term historical averages and, you know, all the rest of it. And, and there, is, there is obviously some, some thought that has gone I, into I, that. I, I say it's, we feel it's realistic yet conservative. That's a, realistic yet conservative. Realistic. So 
but why not use 8.2? Why not 8.1? Yeah. There is a point at which people get hung up on that. And then when we say, okay, cash is currently returning 0.3% for example, people go, yeah, but what happens when interest rates go back up and you're getting 4% on your term deposits? The, the point I'm here to make is that none of that matters. It's irrelevant. It's unimportant. So, hmm. the point that we are trying to make to clients as it relates to those asset classes is that one of them on average over the next 30 years is far more likely to outperform the other. So, hmm. if you own, if all of your superannuation is invested in companies, it is, it is likely to grow by more than having all of that money invested in cash. Now, I don't know what companies will return over the next 30 years. I also don't know what cash will return over the next no. 30 years. Both of those numbers are kind of irrelevant because there's, there is likely, the most likely outcome is there is going to be some spread between them. Mm. All I can do with that information is make the decision now. So if it turns out over the next 30 years that companies returned 8% and cash returned 5%, mm. well, I still all I needed to know to make that decision was which one I should be invested in. I still should be invested in companies. Mm. So I guess that's the point is like, in that case, directionally right is more important than being precise. You know, if inflation is going to run at, you know, we project 3% for inflation rates, well, maybe it's going to be 2.5%. doesn't matter. Mm. doesn't matter. The point is I have to allow for the fact that my living expenses in the, 30 years of my, in, thir- in the 30th year of my retirement are likely to be far higher than what they are in the first year. Mm. Now, my $80,000 years of, my $80, of income needs in year 30 might be $240,000 a year, might be two hundred and sixty. dollars doesn't matter. I mean, it, it does matter, but the point is, mm. when you're looking at the decisions we're making right now, you pick a figure, you, you pick a thing that is most likely to give you the data that you need to make the decision now and give you the highest outcome of success. The actual precision of that is, is just a way, I think, to get bogged down in detail and it's to get bogged down in a, in a sense of more control than, than probably what you have. So... The final example that I'll use here with examples, I think, where people get bogged down in precision rather than being directionally right is um, tax treatment of superannuation. So I've had so many conversations with people where we've said, you know, the superannuation rules are that it's a tax advantage vehicle on the way in. It's a a tax advantage vehicle on your earnings throughout your working life and throughout your retirement. And it's a tax advantage way to draw an income in retirement. And, and, People will sometimes respond, yes, but what if the government changes the rules? Doesn't matter. Mm. So the current the current contributions tax rate is fifteen percent for for you know anyone earning less than two hundred fifty grand a year. If you're earning one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, your income tax rate is thirty nine percent. Your contributions tax rate is fifteen percent. Mm. Well, what if the government raises that rate from fifteen percent to twenty percent? Doesn't matter. You're still far. You're still so mm. far better off by doing that. That that has to be the strategy that you use. If we get 10 years down the road and earnings tax rates change from 15% to 20%, doesn't matter. You're still far better off owning mm. that money in that environment. You know, I, I, could, I could go on and on with these examples, but the, the point I'm making is once we have all the data that we need to, to work out how to best make a decision now, mm. any more than that is really just playing office. And it's just, it's, it's just we don't, we're, we're trying to gather more information to make us feel more comfortable with an inherently uncertain thing. We don't know what the tax rules will be in 30 years' time, but I can say with with a fair bit of confidence that it is most likely that superannuation will be the tax effective, the most tax effective mm. vehicle to own your retirement savings in. I don't know what 
companies will return over the next 30 years. But I know that the most likely outcome is that it will be more than cash and term deposits. Yeah, I, mm. I don't know what inflation will be, but I can guess that it's most likely that it will be things will get more expensive in future mm. rather than less expensive. These are all things that once I've got that data, I make my decisions now. It actually doesn't, it doesn't matter whether the baby's gained 157 grams in the last two days or whether the baby's gained 158 grams. It just doesn't matter as long as that's going up. Yeah, look, absolutely. And the, and the, I guess the, the getting bogged down on the finer details of that yeah. is, is, um, trying to guarantee something that's inherently can't be guaranteed yes. dressed up yep. in a in another way in another way in another way yeah it is really interesting cuz well, I mean we just touched on that in that podcast about yeah that desire for certainty the desire for certainty is is the thing that that causes us so much pain because if we mm. get if we get attached to that thing of right I will I'm going to use superannuation as the vehicle to own my retirement savings in because it's got a contribution tax rate of 15%. And then I go, yeah, there, there's, I can't remember the, the division something something tax where mm. if you earn above $250,000, that contributions tax rate goes from 15% to 30%. It, yep. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're still paying far less division tax. Division 293. There you go. <laughs> You're paying far more in tax to take that as income to put in super. Does that... Does that change what I should have done with my income? No. Okay, mm. then doesn't mm. doesn't matter what that contribution tax rate is. You know, it, it's it's all those sorts of things where that desire for certainty and that desire to know to to three decimal points what that is going to be. It takes us out of takes us away from the key points there, and and I think that yeah, you know, we we look at this. Most people can sort of understand this in the future. So mm. what I mean by this is. Um, when we're looking at when we're ten years out from retirement, most people we're talking to they go right. I'm here now. I've got yeah, and, and we talk about that a lot of the time. Yeah, the average I would say is a client is who's a, a couple who have got seven hundred thousand dollars in superannuation, and we've worked out that they're on track to have about one point five mil. And based on their income needs, they probably need somewhere like two million now. Now, whether they actually were going to end up with 1.5 or 1.4 or 1.6, and then with these changes, whether they end up with 2 million or 2.1 or 2.2 or 1.8, mm. doesn't, doesn't matter. People can look at that and go, I've got either option A or option B. I've got option A, which is to get where I was going to be. Option B, on average, is going to put me half a million dollars better off. Mm. I know I should just choose option B, and then we just readjust. We, we get there seven, eight years down the road and go, okay, well, I thought I needed this much income in retirement and I thought my retirement savings were going to be at about this figure. Uh, it's not quite there or I need more money than what I need. Okay, I'll work for another year or I'll do whatever I need. You never look at that and go back seven years and go, oh, well, I should have just done nothing because I, I'm, I'm only $300,000 better off and I thought I'd be $350,000 better off. It just doesn't, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter in that way. I, don't, I think other than me ranting about that for the last five minutes, I don't know whether there's there's anything more constructive that I've got to add to that. Why? I was just going to say yes and, <laughs> and with a full stop. And what I meant by that is yes, I agree. Yeah. Full stop. Um, yeah, look, I, I don't uh, – I, I think, yeah, great points, great points. Yeah. I think um, people do get sometimes bogged down yeah. with, uh, yeah, you said eight and it was 7.8 or it was 8.2. Yeah. Why and, is that? and really, really 
it's the question isn't why that was this, the case. The question is, I thought this was guaranteed. I thought we could guarantee yeah. this more than it is, and you and you, and you can't. Yep. You can't. Yep. Um, yeah, you you're you're um, like like you said, being directionally right. Yep. it's far more important than than being precise, which you can't be anyway. No. And, and I mean, it's, it's interesting because I think uh, again, as a when you're working with with numbers and working with financial planning, the 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 tool that you use is a spreadsheet, and it's not the right tool because Hmm. we show 10-year projections and it goes in year one, your balance goes from this to this and then year yeah. two, it goes from this to this. And Well, well, it's it's like democracy. It's the worst <laughs> form of government ever devised yeah. barring all others, yes. the, the classic Winston Churchill yes. quote. Yep. Yep. Um, look, the spreadsheet is the worst form of retirement planning yep. for except, bar- barring, excepting for all others. Except like, for, yeah, if we like, like, like pull it, the answers out of the air, that would be worse. And, and I think... I think um, it, it probably does give the illusion of mm. of um, uh, guaranteed nature, yes. Because there's a nice, neat, smooth nice, line, smooth up line it. that's going up. Yeah. Really, it's yeah, it's it's it. It really should be more of a shaded area, yeah. As opposed, to, I mean, we have a spreadsheet, yeah, yeah. that that has a line, and you're either above uh, the, line. the line of best fit yeah. to your retirement, and yeah. you're either inherit, you're either above it or you blow it. Yeah. Each time that we have a yeah. a progress meeting with their client one of their clients where you you'll you you're hardly ever on that line. You either yes. above it or blow it. Yep. It should really be shaded. Yes. To go this <laughs> this is the range of outcomes. Because it, because it's more of a range thing. Yep. It is more well, of a range and thing. And I think that the point there that they they probably make um, which is that the reason we have that is it's a checking mechanism for for why that is the case. It, it's not it's not that okay the line is the actual number is above or below the line. Mm. We're always looking at it and going, why is that the case? So if mm. if we go, okay, well your your super balance is is way above where we thought you'd be right now. However, that's because we've had you know three years of above average returns. Does that give us any real information? You know, we, now that we know that, should we change anything based on that? No, because yep. we know that you know, on average that will revert to the mean. We know that at some stage in the future we'll have a correction or we'll have a period of below average returns to average that out. If, if we're looking at that and going, the reason that you are above where we thought you'd be is because you've actually been able to save way more money than what we expected and, and you're living on less than we thought and you're saving way more, um, does that then change the plan? Yes, it does because we, we go, there's, there's a reason why your, your direction has changed in, and it's because of actions that you've taken. It's because of things that are actually going to change the outcomes in the future. Mm. So... I think that's that's kind of a, a good point there as well is to go it's that precision is not you know the even the direction of that is only useful in as much as it tells us how do we how do we change things now you know mm-hmm. if I'm in that shaded area and I'm doing everything right and it just so happens that in this 6 monthly review it's because you know company prices have gone down that's fine we just keep doing mm-hmm. what we're doing if it's down because you pull fifty thousand dollars out of your out of your retirement savings to go and you know buy three jet skis. That's probably a, a sign of a bigger issue that we need to discuss. Mm. So, and I think the same thing applies with. As I say, that's that's where that example sticks in my mind now with the midwives. Of doesn't doesn't matter. It's mm. just, just got to be going up. Is everything working with that newborn baby? Is everything, you know, the system's going to, everything else will work itself out from yep. there. We just need to know we're heading in the right direction. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon. 